Welcome to Finding Our Way, the official podcast of Waylon the Band. Recorded in Blue Bee Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Our guest this week, Tony Notar Giacomo of Blue Bee Herbals. Now give a big Wayland Warrior welcome to your hosts, Mitch Arnold and Phil Valensky. That's right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of season four. Welcome back. Wow. The Finding Our Welcome Way podcast. Back. Season four. Can you believe we've made it this far? I can't. I, no, I, I can. can and I can't. I remember, I remember when we first started doing a podcast. We're like, yeah, we'll just try it out and have some friends. And yeah. It's, it's turned into a good time. Yeah. Um, today with us, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Whalen Warriors listeners, we are really excited to have uh, a new friend, someone that's come into our life like a fucking bulldozer wow <laughs> a positive bulldozer we're, we're gonna start this podcast out with a question that we've never started it out with as we introduce you tony how do you pronounce your last name <laughs> uh notar giacomo notar giacomo, notar giacomo. yeah i've said it so or, many times or just say it five times fast notar giacomo notar giacomo notar giacomo Notar Giacomo, Notar Giacomo. That wasn't as fast as I was expecting, but it was okay. Or, or Noro Giacomo. Or Noro Giacomo. Is that, is that kind Noro of the Giacomo. Italian That's the way? Italian. That Noro would Giacomo. be. Yeah. Okay. Noro Giacomo. I love how you roll that R. I, That's so cool. I had to learn how to say it, too. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. It's beautiful. It's cool. So we've got our friend Tony here. Um, man, I don't know where to start. Um, we met, I guess, Mitch and Joey met Tony one night at the... We uh, met met you at the at the, at the the bar... The Virgin. Downstairs, the Virgin, the Virgin yeah. Hotel. Yeah. So for anyone right. listening... Speakeasy. Yeah, we, we hang at, at the Virgin Hotel in Nashville. Um, Joey is a bartender there. There's, we've played there a couple times, and in this cool hotel, there's like this downstairs speakeasy. I have not been there yet, but I heard it's cool. It's really cool. What, don't they have like some, some of the last... Uh, like, uh, yeah, Johnny Cash's yeah. daughter, um, I think, put all the, you know, memorabilia and stuff inside there. And yeah, the art it. on the walls yeah. is all from the Cash family, Cash and Carter family, and it's oh, that's cool. Really yeah. awesome. There's a stage down there, super cool bar. Yeah, so Mitch and Joey come back one night, and they're like, "Yeah, we met this guy, and he gave us a CBD, and, um, you know, Mitch said you got you got to come meet him." And it was like maybe a couple days later. I think we all yeah. met up on the on the rooftop of the W. Yep, and that's where the adventure began. Uh, a lot of laughs and a lot of great tequila and good food. A lot food. of great steak. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good steaks. <laughs> so you live in Texas, right? I Yes. We what are in... you doing here in Nashville? Well, in 2017, when I decided to get into the hemp CBD business, um, evaluating the market, looking for the right place to do it, um, Kentucky was at the forefront. Uh, as in the 19th and 20th century, Kentucky was the number one producer of hemp in the United States. Um, so g- great location. Um, and then I searched and searched for the right piece of property and was very blessed and fortunate to find, you know, this 130-acre piece of land right off I-65 right on the border and only 30 miles from downtown Nashville. So like win, win, win. Right. And it is beautiful. It is right. gorgeous. We've got to go up A Gorgeous piece of property. Um, yeah. Just to back up, you said when I decided to get into the CBD business, what what brought you to that? Because before this, like from what I understand, you're a movie producer. Yeah, Is that I had, true. I, I I 
I did have a, a, a short time in that world. Um, I love that did world. Did you produce anything that anybody has maybe heard of? I, I did. Uh, executive produced uh, Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey. Wow. It's an amazing, I mean, I had heard amazing the rumor. film. I didn't know if it was true. I didn't want to bring it up. Is, he, yeah. Is it okay to talk about? Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean – what that's I mean it's it's more than a film I mean that that's no, a I, statement that's a that's a big deal that raises some issues uh, for anybody listening if you haven't heard the da- or if you haven't watched the Dallas Buyers Club um, it's so much more than a movie I mean yeah well thank you yeah uh, can yeah we, can we talk about that a little bit like yeah, yeah absolutely were you always a movie producer no 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 but it was always a lifelong passion thing that I wanted to do kind of kept that as my thing you know it was my line that I would give like to my wife when I was. Um, dating her 20 years ago. Or, hey, I'm going to be a, a movie producer? Someday I'm going to get, you know, my name on a screen and make a movie. And it, I don't care if it's at a local state fair, but I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, it's just one of those things, you know. And, Wait a uh, minute. Was Dallas Buyers Club the very first movie you ever made? It it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. You got to be kidding me. No, but I was, you know, once again, the stars align with things, you know, when I decided I was going to go do this, go leave my career in life to go do movies. I was pretty comfortable and I was, was already that married. Career? Well, I was in uh, two different really things. Uh, prior, my real kind of a beginning, I was out of the tech industry during like the whole dot-com thing. That's how I got moved out to Colorado in 95. Um, and then helped uh, a friend of mine build this luxury real estate kind of deal for about five years. And then I finally just said, I got to go do it now. Um, even though by saying I'm doing it now, I had three little children in the house. And my wife was like, really? Now you're going to do that? Like I said, I got to do it. And thank God she's amazing. She supported me. So you left your career with three little children to yeah. go make this film. Yeah, but I think now, it's just part of, you got to do that, now, right? Ba- now, now back up really quick. Were you leaving to go produce this film in particularly, or, or were you just like going to look for a film to produce. Yeah, I was going to go look okay. for... Uh, I had some uh, good connections and contacts. Uh, it worked out that I had met Craig Borton, who wrote Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, amazing how, guy. Yeah, how long had he had that script? Oh, gosh. 20-plus years. It actually had been originally picked up by Universal Studios. It was picked up right after Philadelphia. Um, originally, like, Brad Pitt was kind of attached to it when Brad was really, at the beginning, you know, it was a long time ago. Like, he would have been that main character? Yeah, but it never was going to go anywhere after Philadelphia because Philadelphia was really successful and, frankly, nobody at this seemed to want to make another age drama, Mm. right? So um, even though it was an amazing script, it just kind of sat there for a long time. Um, And just timing, you know, when I decided that, this is what I'm going to go do and create a was, movie production company. And it was kind of like it almost kind of fell into my hands, really. I mean, it, they was already supposed to be produced in the – really the early spring of – oh, God, uh, 2012. And uh, the original kind of financers kind of fell through. Uh, Jean-Marc Vallée, God rest his soul, he passed away last year around Christmas time. Our director, um, you know, was supposed to be – filmed in uh, Montreal. And, and then, uh, you know, I just, when I started the company to to do productions and movie financing, um, it was available. And I just could not say yes fast enough. Um, we, just had, we just had to move fast because we had a short period 
with Matthew because he was moving on after that December to go on with Woody Harrelson to do True Detective, the first one. Oh. So we had a short window to go into pre-production, production, and shoot. We shot the whole movie in 25 shoot days. I mean, it's kind it of was a, a bare bones thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. it is. The story is so, it doesn't need a lot of and stuff. And so it fit perfectly. Like yeah. literally, it, meant, it was almost like meant to be. And a lot of people contributed right it takes a village it's not just like me so uh, you part of you, you're you're the executive producer correct what is what does that mean does that mean you're like going to get matthew mcconaughey lunch well if it if i needed to then it would have been no problem <laughs> yeah, you had yeah, other people exactly. to take care of yeah. him you know um it didn't look like his lunches were very heavy at that time right i mean, was not eating at all um but wow. Uh, you know, executive producer traditionally means um, someone who's bringing the financing. Um, but you can be an active executive producer and kind of that producer word is really the person that's running and putting everything together. And, you know, we had two producers, two like the producer titles, um, but I was there every day, um, you know, in pre-production and production. I You were there for all the shoot days? Pretty much. I only missed a few at the end. Um, but, you know, this was kind of like, Oh my gosh! Right, like this is happening, yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and and me personally, I mean, it, it almost kind of health wise killed me. I was working like an amazing amount of hours. You know, really? you, just, you just had to put that in, and everybody was like, everybody now, was sacrificing. So now, as as things got rolling and uh, you were starting to see that the success of the film was inevitable, what was that like for you as it was as it was happening? What 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 was going on? Uh, you know, how, how how did that feel? Well, um, not to get myself or anybody into any trouble. I mean, I will say that I was like that new, I've had, I've had three children. And when you go, you know, to the maternity ward and you see your baby, you're like, it's the most beautiful baby in the world. So I was running around set every day with all these very experienced movie people that were part of the production saying, hey, we're going to win an Academy Award. You know, that's kind of like, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah. kind of uh -huh. like, it's like when you're in the studio and you're like, we yeah. got a hit song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure. Of course, because you can't say like something bad because, well, that's the guy that's bringing the money yeah, type thing yeah. or whatever. And even <laughs> though I, I, I actually, it wasn't me really just me bringing any I brought people who invested in our company. That's how we financed it. And there was other people involved in that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I knew it the whole time. And then, of course, when all of a sudden, just right after production and there was like all this buzz and we were in post-production and and then you seemed like all of a sudden it was just starting to happen. Yeah. And then of course, you know, you know the saying, you know, it's, you know, success has a thousand fathers and failure is an orphan, right? Yeah. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, there was a lot of other people involved in it, but it was amazing and I would love to go back eventually, but you know, my, my whole world and everything that I put that same kind of love and passion into helping make that happen. Um, is That's, what I'm doing now with, uh, you know, the CBD and the hemp yeah. business. So what, from, from your side of the, of the movie, um, what is, what's the message of that movie? Well, that's a great question. The message from me was, was that there were, you know, from big pharma, which kind of really control a lot of things in our lives, um, and it was there are alternatives and things out there that absolutely would help people. Um, Is that the path that led you toward what you're doing now? Yes, for sure. Um, I never really thought I understood that I believed kind of like that, but I guess I did because that was 
the thing that I loved about the script and that perseverance. And, you know, when you basically are told, you know, you have like kind of a death sentence or you, there's, it, you should have every option to take whatever it is, right? That's how I believe. Um, and so... Has that changed since? The laws? Well, there's been a lot of things that have changed, yes. Okay. And, but think of how long that took, right? Mm-hmm. And we all understand that all these things take quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. It just can't happen overnight. Mm. Uh, regulations, FDA right. things, you know, all the all the boring stuff that we don't need to talk about here. But it's those things, legislation, those things takes time. Mm-hmm. But at least it was really great that the story got out. Um, those things did happen and things continue to happen, I believe. And I think it's in some, you know, maybe weird, strange, odd ways that it's really helped both on the, you know, cannabis side of the world and the hemp side, you know, certainly, you know, we, you know, we went from having, uh, you could not even do anything related to hemp and cannabis, um, in 19, basically seventies, where it was like, you couldn't even like do anything like study it. And there were so many good, positive things. I mean, even less the, even the THC part of it. Let's just talk about all the, the cannabinoids that really can help people out in a lots of different ways. But you know, those things ultimately still has to get, you know, kind of approved through the federal drug administration and things like that. But you know, I think all the pioneers, um, and I don't even really consider myself a pioneer in this because I kind of, frankly, got in a little bit late. I mean, 2018 was when I really formed the company and bought the farm. But there's people that I know that have been doing it since, you know, 2014 and even earlier on the cannabis side. I mean, they really pioneered um, the move kind of the, you know, not just the U.S., but I think the world moving forward and looking at there's maybe some alternative healthy things that were put here by a greater being, God, Mm -hmm. on this this planet uh, that can really help people out. I know it's helped, you know, family of mine. Um, you know, we in the our CBD business, has yeah, okay. yeah. And the thing is, you know, we what we can't say um, is we can't say it cures anything. We can't say it even legally. You're not supposed to say like you know it helps you to sleep or relaxes you mm. because it still hasn't been approved by the FDA. Wow, right. What um, I think it's that is moving toward that direction. Um, it's it's just. There's no the the locomotive has already left kind of you know. Have they proven that it makes you want to wear tie dye? I I don't. Has FDA done any studies on that? I don't think they have. But I'm (laughs) I'm sure the listening of Bob Marley or the Grateful Dead has gone up in those households that have the product. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But I didn't know if that had been proven or if that was something I heard. It may be. Yeah. Okay. I I would. I would agree to it. So. So so if you come into this. You get passionate about this and you come in, how, like, I mean, I see CBD for sale at gas stations. Yeah. Like, how how are, did you decide that, I mean, what is different about what you do and how did you decide that it was going to be different? And sure. Like, I don't know. So, you know, like, initially it wasn't in gas stations, right? Mm-hmm. So even from 2014 when the first farm bill was signed by President Obama and then 2018 got the federal legislation confirmed, making it federally illegal, uh, and President Trump signed um, made a huge difference because then all of a sudden it was like more widespread, right? Like it started showing up in places that you wouldn't expect, like a gas station. Yeah. Um, me personally, I, I would not buy CBD in a gas station. Right. I mean, I'm that's, just saying that's if, what I was, if I was right. getting something for my health, that's not the first p- place exactly. I think of. Um, so originally you'd find it in more health foods type stores or even, you know, dispensaries that- Or head mm-hmm. shops or things like that. Yeah, where they can actually have 
you know, some knowledge about the product and, right. and ask you questions. Um, so what I always thought was, hey, listen, I if I'm going to go do this, I want to have something that is kind of, you know, seed to table type thing where I'm not just going to process and produce a product. I'm going to grow it. I'm going to personally grow it. I'm going to farm so, it. So you've grown. Every, there's not a thing in the product um, that we what have. What do you mean by grown? Like you, you planted it yourself? Oh, yeah. We planted ourselves. Yeah. We did it. We did, did our- Did you water it yourself? Oh, yes. Oh, you yes. watered it yourself? Yes. There, there's no pesticides and herbicides you can use. Um, it's, uh, we did put a, we built our own irrigation system um, to water them and provide them some nutrients. Um, and it was, you know, every single day after you hand plant them, um, and we planted 23,000 clones of Bayox. You hand planted 23,000? That's insane. I mean, that's amazing. No. What, yeah, it is, it's insane that I think that I even How many would you do that. in a day? Oh, we did it all. We did it all in one day. In one day. In one day, yeah. I mean, I've had like a little cactus in my room that I could yeah. not keep alive. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really... It's stressful and exciting because, you know, the first week I didn't have my irrigation system up and we had like one of the driest summers a year ago. And it was my first like legitimate big kind of grow, you know, for um, XYZ, uh, which XYZ CBD processing of farms is the farm up in Kentucky. Right. And, uh, you know, so we were out there. I had to buy myself and my guys and gals that work for me. We had like little backpacks we look like uh, ghostbusters out there like and if you fill up the backpack and hand pump in one plant at a time up and down the rows um and then for months and months well not months it's, it's it's 16 weeks but for like a month and a half before the canopy gets big enough you have to by hand with a hoe go between the rows and take the weeds out oh yeah. my god wow like and that starts you know when the sun's not coming up and then i have a an amazing appreciation for all my fellow farmers out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I've known a lot of farmers. I grew up on some dairy farms back east when I was a kid, and I worked on those. But good gosh, it's an amazing amount of work, and you better really love what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Where, where are you from originally? Uh, I was born and raised in Connecticut, um, but I moved out of Connecticut in um, 1995 to go to Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So the final product... Is called Blue Bee. Yeah, B L U B E. Blue Bee, and uh, that's the trademark name. And Blue Bee Herbals is kind of the. How does it get kind of from the plant to this cool little bottle that you showed us? So um, you, you ship it off somewhere, and someone no, else does that. No, and then it comes back to you. No, I have a full process facility. So first, you grow it, uh, you harvest it. It takes about eight weeks. You harvest in like the early fall, and you, you have hippies driving by real slow in a van. Can smell it for miles around. <laughs> I will tell you, I've been amazed. We 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 had no really issues at all. And you know, if somebody had come up there and taken one of my beautiful girls, because they're you know female plants, these amazing plants that you know you have a relationship with them. I used to walk up and down the rows. And talk to them like every day because somebody told me that's a really good thing to do. <laughs> really, I did it. Yeah, I loved what, it. What, do you, what kind of stuff you say to them? Oh, Encouraging gosh. words. It was. It's kind of private, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, no, it, it was. It was a cool thing to do that. And then you know, you because you could become attached to them, right? You really put that kind of love into doing it, and you yeah. like you could be attached, and and then you harvest them by hand, like by hand. You cut every one by hand with shears. 23,000 plants. Yes. And that, well, remember the bases of these at this point are like four inches. They're not like little skinny, 
things. They were beautiful, big, fat, amazing, you know, Stalk, amazing trees. plants. Yeah, yeah, bushes. Yeah, yeah bushes. And uh, and then you put them on backs of trailers, and you bring them to a barn that you have to have, and you hang them just like you would hang tobacco on tobacco stakes, you know, up 50 feet high and row by row by row. And then they sit there and every day you got to go visit them and making sure they get the right amount of air and ventilation because, you know, that's what you did all season long was grow them. And it doesn't end, like I said there, and it never ends. And then you take them down by hand and then you hand shuck and buck them, basically get the buds and the good parts away from the sticks and stems and everything. You separate those. You put them into super sacks and then you bring them to your facility. I have a facility that I built in you know, 2020, 2021. So like from the barn to the facility, which is yep. next door? No, in my case, I didn't have a big barn. I had to rent one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my barn was unfortunately, and what fortune, I was blessed to get it, um, you know, like five miles away. Okay. So, but still, it never leaves your possession. No, no, no. Okay. And then it comes on to our facility, like my, where I have a, a processing lab uh, that can process about a thousand pounds a day. We process it. It's kind of like a big washing machine. I showed you yeah. guys yeah, what it looked like. Yeah, for everybody listening, we we got to go up and see it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you talk, you told us about it for about an hour. We had no idea what you were saying for that hour. <laughs> well, it, it's as simply as this: you know, the the cannabinoids that are on the plant, right? The things you want, um, they're on all the buds and the leaves. And in the uh, processing that we do, we we do a. Uh, Ethanol, 200 proof ethanol, um, denatured ethanol we use, and we bring it to supercritical chilled levels, and we basically spin it in a centrifuge like a big washing machine, like I told you, and it literally pulls, it pulls those cannabinoids out, and what's left is kind of the spent biomass, as they call it, and the rest is all the good things that you want that we separate into the first stage, which is the winterized crude oil. That's just the first stage. What does that look like? Um, well, it's kind of like it's really it's pretty dark and thick and smells amazing. You know, you've it's just this beautiful oil, um, and it it has pretty much all the good stuff. There's a few impu- impurities you probably don't want, and that's the next stage. What you'll do mm. to get it down to what they call distillate or so distillation. How many stages are there to get it to where it's pure for consumption? Well, our stuff was so good, and we did such a good job, even at the, I'm kind of patting myself on the back, that we did an amazing job in the process, and we got really good at it, like at the first stage of processing, um, that you could bring that into a product with a few minor tweaks that you'd want to do. But I did build a manufacturing facility this this year. That was a thing, because I wanted to make a consumer product, and we do have a full you know, food-grade level type facility yeah. that... This just came out like right now, right? Yeah, I I started construction of that in February, and you know that was we were talking before we started here. I, you know, the best intentions were I was going to be operational in that in July, but you know it's 2022, and good luck with you know anything happening exactly on time, which is frustrating. But um, you know we got it. That's it. We're good, and we got our first products done, um, which is you know just a great full spectrum uh, oil. Um, which is, you know, the Blue Bee full spectrum. We did a 1,500 milligram blood orange and a 750 milligram. Um, that's each one of those are CBD and each one of those doses you would take uh, in a tincture bottle. Uh, and, the, and the 750 is mint flavor. So just, you know, once again, just I learned that, you know, you, you can't just run into this stuff. You kind of had to be 
pretty nimble. That's why I'm kind of still here. A lot of people got into this the same time I did, and they're not around. Mm. Um, but it's been kind of like I realized, you know, just I'm I'm not going anywhere. I want this to kind of last, and uh, you know, we'll see where this kind of goes. But yeah, yeah. So what kind of uh... You know, obviously, we we met you, and we were really—I um, don't know—your enthusiasm and your passion for it is—it's uh, overwhelming. Yeah, well, you know, we kind of—it it mirrors how passionate we are about the work that we do, and yeah. so you meet someone that has that in common, and obviously, we have a lot to talk about. So it's cool to hear that passion and that love coming from someone else in a different direction. And so it, and I appreciate that very much because I very much understand what, kind of how like what you guys do right i mean that is just it's such hard incredibly hard work right it's it's relentless it's kind of what i have as my little <laughs> mantra or whatever you might you know what that the, the the person who was asking me to you know for the website they wanted all this all this language to, to put on you know like what your company's about i'm like really really it's just like a sentence or so she's like what and i'm like yeah i mean it's kind of like that relentless you know pursuit and love of, of something you really love to do yeah. right like just which is like what you guys do right you just like you're you, you can never give up right and you got to just be able to be a bit nimble and pivot um and you and that is it shows in like like what you guys do right you know you you, you your guys are amazing uh i saw that you know, that just even that day that I met you, right? Just like just just in those conversations, right? You can just feel it and hear it in somebody, then you know, feel when I, I felt met it you. When I met same Mitch way. too. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy <laughs> is amazing. amazing. Yes, I'm, wow, guys. Man, thank man, you. There you go. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, and I so I could appreciate very much um, you know, what, what artists do. Um I I million years don't consider myself anything close to you guys. Um it's just it inspires me. Um and so it helps me, you know, every day when, you know, not every day is a great day, right? You know, um, say that then, again. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then you get that great day, yeah. and then it's it's kind of like, wow, that's you know, it makes it worth it somehow. It it, it no does. How it does? It that. does. Like, and, wow. and, you know. We were just talking about that, you yeah. know, over over our career. Mitch and I have been, you know, together for a long time doing this, which is, I'm so proud of yeah, every day too. that we've kept going. With yeah, this. we've had every door slammed in our face and every. No, and every you know, yeah, close people, every way that you people, can say close it. people in our life, uh, hurt us, and other close people tell us why we shouldn't do this, you know, or whatever. And man, like, we just played a show in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, last weekend, and and yeah. Rockford, Illinois, for that yeah, matter, too. Absolutely, of them. um, they were packed big rooms, you know, and that roar of the crowd when we walk on stage is like there's nothing like that, them singing the words back, you know. Um, what, what reaction are you hoping? Like, what's what. What would make your heart full for to hear back from someone that tried your product? Well, you know, it's uh, I really want people to feel the same kind of thing that you guys feel, right? Like that same feeling of wow, somebody really put everything into this, right? So, you know, getting that feedback, I had a, a one customer ready who I've just like said started selling our stuff just last week you know we got our website up our retail website up and and it, they it's said, a store or what it's just a, you know, like an online retail yeah, store yeah, okay. yep what, what what's that website blue b b l u b e e herbals.com all right we'll make sure to post uh, it in yeah and uh you know I got response back I said this is the and he's a frequent you know CBD you know oil 
consumer. And he said, best, hands down, oil. And I, it's a great thing to hear that. Of course, it also puts even more pressure, which is great, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to make sure you want to consistently do it. Um, but yeah, just like, and knowing that I made something that even like my mom and dad and, you know, who they're in their mid 80s, and they're not very healthy. And, you know, they were very, very reluctant. You know, folks in their 80s typically weren't all on board with anything that was Probably hemp, not cannabis. big in general. Huh? No, but it, it took some convincing <laughs> for yeah. me over the last, you know, three or four years that, you know, there's other options, five years early. Um, were and, they worried about you getting into the weed business? No, yeah. no. They just, you know, it's just one of those things. It's it's an educational thing. And that's why when I built XYZ CBD Processing Farms, when you came up to you seen it was a big footprint and a lot of parking lot, right? right. With the grow facility and then yeah. and then the farming operations and the laboratory yeah. and stuff. But that was all because I always wanted to have people to come up and visit. So unlike a lot of people in our industry, meaning the, the hemp industry, people typically keep everything top secret and oh. quiet. I did not ever want to be that way. I wanted it to be. Matter of fact, if customers contacted me or the company, if they ever wanted to come up and take a tour, come on, come on, let's go. I mean, Is that an open everything. invitation to any Whalen Warriors traveling Absol- through Nashville? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Really cool. um, like Absolutely. I said, we, you know, after meeting you and hearing your passion and also you know, trying the product, um, you know, it's something that we wanted to have you on here because we really wanted to share this with our listeners. I know for a fact that many of our listeners, well, I, I can think, I can I'm think of, of five people yeah, right now yeah, that, that are uh, going to love this. Yeah, that that look for what I think, um, like what I think it does. Like I think that, that that's what they look for, yeah. right? Can you can you talk a little bit about um, some of the benefits, like what they what someone would use CBD for, like what kind of thing? How do you talk about it without being able to talk about it? <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So no one's listening. Okay, it's just yeah, us. I don't know. Oh, sure. <laughs> what does uh, it really do? Well, I think that it's um, a, there's a lot of things really, and it's kind of a I know it's, that's not a great answer, but it's you really have to think about why you would be maybe taking any cannabinoid based problem. CBD is just one known 113 cannabinoids, right? So, you know, it, is it that does, what THC is? THC is a cannabinoid, okay, correct? Okay. Right. Um, that's what you'd get. I don't know the all. I just I don't know a lot about this. Yeah. So I'm going to ask some stupid questions. No, That's no, my no, job no. here today. No, no. I'll, so it's really for me, I'll just tell you like for me, um, if I take my CBD and I have some of my oil like in the evening, I've figured out how much, you know, based on my body, my body weight, just how my body ingests it. Um, you know, if I just take a little bit, I'm, I could be up feeling just, I just feel better, right? I just feel better. Uh, physically feel better. If I feel like a man, I just need to really kind of shut it down and maybe take a little bit more in the evening. Um, and, and once again, I think you got to learn your body, right. right? I think it's not it's not a one size kind of fits all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't like putting specific directions on it because you got to really understand. I mean, you might have a tincture that might last you two weeks. You might have one that lasts you two months. And I think it just, once again, it's a great thing about it. You can kind of figure out what really works for you. Now, there are definitely lots of absolutely known things with different cannabinoids that help you to sleep or help you to eat 
or help you to be maybe or help a with inflammation, more inflammation, or help exactly. with relaxation, or so the answer is anxiety, yes, anxiety, and you know, and the answer is yes to all of them. So, right. do 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 I think any specific thing that mine does? I would say yes. I mean, it just once again, you'd have to try it and see how it worked for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most important thing that you want to know is where it came from, what exactly is inside of it. Uh, we get all of our stuff tested by one of the top or maybe the top laboratory, a DA-approved laboratory called KCA Laboratories in Kentucky. I only exclusively use them. And you know they give you the facts about stuff. So we provide full COAs for all the products so you can see what's exactly in there because you don't want it to be mystery something. You want to know. And you want it to work, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know that's that's where when you're trying to find the right product that you can, and I can know you could tell you from from us, you know, I could tell you where it started and where it is right now. That's amazing. That is amazing. We are we are just we're honored. We're, I mean, we we you've been such a great friend since we've met you. We've had so much fun, and we were really excited that your product is finally available for us to share with every, you know, yeah. thank you. Thank you. our, our listeners. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to send, I'm going to send some bottles to my family. I'm super pumped. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, our, our listeners are, I would consider us close to them. Honestly. Yes. Like we're communicating all the time yeah. with so many of our listeners around the country. It, it, it's been clear the last few months, you know, <laughs> yeah. being out how close we really are with the way on warriors. Yeah. It's cool. Um, so when we find something that we get to share with them, it's, it's exciting for everybody, you know? So, um, you know, we will encourage them to stop by, obviously, and, and I'm sure some of them will. Yeah, I guarantee And, you know, like I said, we would love at some point when the weather's a little warmer. Right. We want um, to do a show, huh? Do a show up on the, uh, yeah. you know, on the... Yeah, you know, we would love to have yeah. people travel. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And we know you have a great hotel near the facility that people could stay at, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Well, you're only 30 minutes from Nashville. So all right, right. Yeah. got lots of them. Yeah. We have jokes because there's this uh, there's this old really crappy hotel next to next to there. <laughs> Tony drives all the way to uh, all the way to Nashville to stay. And I was like, hey, why don't you just stay here? I forget what it's called. I won't even say. But um, and you told me you did. You tried to go there once. I, I, yeah, I've tried. I've tried everything. I've stayed all at the. All Gotta before. try everything. Yeah. Oh I just gosh. you know when I've got. The ability to come to Nashville and all, I mean, for like staying for a yeah. night or summer too, whatever. And we did live out here all last year for a year. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. We've stayed at some of the worst hotels in the yeah. world. I, I bet that one in Battle Creek, Michigan is probably the worst that in the takes, world. That takes the cake I for wish me. I could remember the name. I would say it right now. <laughs> you um, hold that off on place. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. It's it, it was stunk awful. and it was had bed bugs. It was bad. It was bad. We didn't sleep. Yeah. And for anyone that's listening that came to uh, Muskegon, Michigan this summer to see us, and Mitch hardly had any voice, yes. that is why. That's one of the reasons that, for sure. And he didn't have any CBD to help him sleep. Yeah, I didn't. Not that it that's, officially does that. Man. Not that you. we're saying it does that. <laughs> I don't know if anybody could have slept in that hotel. I don't know. <laughs> smells, the the feeling of the sheets But you know what? If you, had, if you would have had CBD, it probably would have been better. Yeah, it would have definitely made it better. <laughs> Especially Blue Bee. Yeah, Blue Bee yeah, CBD oil. Specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so pure. Agreed. Plugging now. And, and that's why we're no, here. I mean, we wanted, we wanted to kind of announce this to to our listeners. Yeah, thank you. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff together. Yes. Uh, we're going to we're gonna hang a banner in here that you're giving us. This is going to be the Blue Bee studio where we rehearse, where we write, where we do these podcasts, where we record songs. Um, and we've got shows planned. We have all 
and we got more cooking. Um, I know Alyssa's brain has been on it. She's uh, totally in love with everything that you do, the way the way you have this, the way you're presenting this product and uh, the possibilities of what it could do for people. Um, yeah, man. So just uh, thank you for coming into our life. No, and thank awesome. you very much. It's been an honor and a blessing to, to meet y'all and have you in part of my life. Yeah, it's we, been uh, super cool. Just just to give the listeners uh, some insight, uh, we, to, Tony, what was it, maybe a month ago or something, yeah. very last minute, invited us to Texas. And he's like, hey, you guys want to come play a show down here? We're like, yeah, we have a, come play a show. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a It's a... It's a charity benefit for my kids' school. school. Yeah, yeah. They're the, raising money for the sports program. The sports yeah, program. Yeah, right, for the sports yeah. program. And it's at a shooting range. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be you know, two but, or 300 people who have never heard of you and don't really know you're coming. Uh, but yeah, you guys want to come down? And we're like, well, okay. <laughs> and it was, it was for like skeet shooting. Yeah, it was a competition. Oh, so it was a competition. Fun. It was so we much had fun. So much fun. My shoulder, I think, is still sore. <laughs> Honestly, I am not a gun guy. I don't. Does that when you shoot guns? Does that ever go away? Yeah, it does. But it that, does. You get better. But it, it, it always hurts so unless bad. you're doing it all the time. Oh so, my yeah. god, I love it. Oh my god, we had yeah. so much fun. They raised a bunch of money, right? They, yeah, they did. We they played did. a great show. It yeah. was so oh, much so fun. They actually liked it. Oh my god! I didn't know and these then, and then the best, the best was the Italian dinner. back at the family household. Tony's wife cooked a, you know, an Italian dinner with no cheese. Which Everybody I, suffers because I can't eat cheese. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so, it did not matter. It was matter. so good. I tried to eat slow. The pepperoni you know, roll. But oh my God. I was full immediately. Yeah. And we got to play for you back at the house. It yeah. was just such, yeah. a, such a, cool yeah, a cool time with your family. and Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And so um, this is, we're just excited to, I guess, you know, for people to get to know you. Is there an Instagram page up? Because I know it's a really easy way for people to follow. There is. Uh, yeah, Bluebee Herbals. You going to start posting on it? it w- I am going to start posting okay, on cool. it. Okay, I went to it recently and I was like, this can't be it. There's nothing here. Yeah, it's that's a good conversation I probably should have with Alyssa, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can help. We yeah, can you can help, help you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. We you know, we just got all our socials hacked. We, we lost our Facebook and Instagram for two weeks. Oh, gosh. For right before the last two shows. We just oh. got Facebook back yesterday. It's <laughs> crazy, man. Oh, it's, yeah. It's you don't realize how much weight you put in that. That's your community. Yeah. That's your communication. You know, like, holy crap. So that was pretty devastating. But we're back. Yeah. Back online. And uh, screw the hackers. I'm going to get a t-shirt to screw the screw hackers. The hackers. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. We got we got all kinds of Blue Bee stuff going on, and everyone's going to see it, obviously. But uh, welcome welcome to Wayland. Yeah, welcome to Wayland Country, so our world. Thank Happy you. Happy to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. This has been Finding Our Way, the official podcast of Wayland the Band. Go to waylandtheband.com for all things Wayland.